Hi everybody, Mike here. I am the founder of Talk About It Mate and the presenter of the Talk About It Mate podcast. Uh, I love what I do. We're up to episode six now and uh, I sat down with a good friend of mine, Neil, uh, who I know from many years ago. Uh, we kind of recapped our journeys and the theme, I suppose, is, was growth, change, uh, accountability and, you know, some really interesting things were shared and uh, the book that runs through this or the book or audio book that runs through this is called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins which I would highly recommend um, a really interesting read or listen really hope you enjoy episode 6 of our podcast and here we go Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Talk About Talk About It Mate podcast number six. Um, I can't believe them six already. Yeah. Uh, personal growth is today's title. I am joined by Neil. Hello. 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 And um, yeah, I'm just gonna go through a little bit about what we've been up to and what I've been up to, and then um, we're gonna get into this really juicy podcast. But um, yeah, we are Talk About It Mate. We are um, peer support community. Um, and communities work by people chipping in and that's what I'm looking to help uh, to get from doing this and other people want to chip in and do events or contribute material then then get in touch we have just come off the back of um six well-being workshops last month um which were fantastic um you came to a couple didn't you yeah I came to a few yeah which was a big step forward for me as um somebody who wants to work in mental health and counseling um and it was great to like hear from people and people sharing stories in in a slightly more formal context. Um, but we learned a lot from each other. I thought, yeah, from doing it, it came across quite well. Yeah, yeah. I think like with a new thing, it's always about learning and growing. That's why this is called growth. Um, and you can always think, oh, I'll do that better. I'll do that better. But that's why I'm looking to do them again and again do some for men only, do some for, eventually for teenagers, I think. And then I was talking to a head teacher in a primary school yesterday about maybe next year rolling it out there, which for me, that's kind of my business model, I suppose. Uh, at first, I didn't want to say business because I thought it was a dirty word. But um, I think if I can offer a service based around mental health um, and, you know, self-care, you know, self, you know, knowing yourself better, then I think that, that there's a, definite need for that especially at the point of entry with younger people because mm. then you want a generation growing up who can kind of identify the signs mm. and manage themselves better so that they don't get to the point if the whole point of what we do is so people don't get to the point where you have a complete meltdown or a problem because that's when you're vulnerable yeah dangerous Recognizing to yourself the or, signs for, yeah. for kids who may be bad times at home or yeah just to being able to talk about what's bothering them yeah and that's why it's called talk about it mate and that's you know there's some things never change about this group the, the, the name when i first came up with it was a great name and it's still a great name now yeah. i think it's I hit the nail on the head and that kind of motivates me um yeah so i'm looking hopefully in the future i want to get maybe back into blogs a bit more yeah uh, it's not a natural thing for me but uh i think that's probably why it's a good thing for me to do it because yeah. uh, I think I read some and I think people just it's too not too easy for them but they're, they're very comfortable in that medium whereas for me I need to get it right for me and I think when I do do it it's it's important um the podcast I want to keep going this is only number six I think this is something I'm definitely going to keep going with and the workshops as well and I'm going to go on a business course a free business course in a couple of weeks 
So when the schools break up, I'm going to go on a two-week free business course. Is that going through Meetup? And I found it online. Just uh, I was going to do one called Pop-Up Business, but um, I'm doing another one, which is great because I'm completely shitting myself. I don't know anything about setting up a business, but because I'm putting myself in this situation where hmm. it's going to be difficult, I know I'm going to grow. Yeah. And it's doing that already makes me feel more positive. So um, I'm hungry for that one. But yeah, so two years ago, yeah, is it two years ago? I got a message from you on Facebook. Yeah, so um, you put out, I'm sure everyone already knows, you put out a blog about your, your personal health, uh, personal personal story with mm-hmm. uh, a mental health breakdown that you had. Mm-hmm. And it was quite a, a lengthy post. And it's something that I quite recognised, a lot of signs in myself. I've never had a, a breakdown to that extent. Yeah. Um, but I've had like periods of low moods and, mm-hmm. you know, having free counts of what am I going to do in my life um, here and there and um, yeah no I thought it was something that was very brave to do and I just wanted to kind of acknowledge that that was very brave of you to do and yeah I remember that because I did it I turned off my phone I went to like a school fair hmm. and then I got a lot of, like, a load of messages but like you know people comment on your wall and stuff yeah. like that and I think they're great but I often find if someone sends you like a private message it's, yeah. it carries a bit more weight for me and you did and that was the first moment I started to think that by showing that strength through vulnerability I was onto something and then we met up yeah and you encouraged me quite a lot didn't you yeah so. you said you had the idea about doing um uh, a group on meetup yeah and I was like go for it yeah and, you know you're not going to lose anything from from it yeah if at least one person gets something from it yeah then that's it job done you know, you've you've yeah. set out what you've wanted to achieve. That's so you, it. You know, and yeah, and I, I came came quite regularly to the first couple of yeah. You did help me out, and you know, you met some nice people there, and mm. you know, people felt comfortable and welcomed. It was a non-judgmental atmosphere. Yeah, I think that's what we got across quite quickly, and uh, and that's the good thing. Like, I do look back and think on the people that we've met, mm. and like, and I think, oh yeah, and like, you know, I looked through my phone the other day, and I think there's like. 40 people there that I didn't know before that I could text now. On the group? Yeah, just the people. WhatsApp group or on or the, not, well, the WhatsApp group. group, yeah, probably about 40 on that. But people that I could text individually and ask for advice or help or, yeah. or, you know, just pick their brains that I didn't know before just from putting myself yeah. out there. So that's a network that already, and I think anyone could do that. Yeah. Like, it didn't exist before. Didn't exist for nothing. You know, and you need that people pushing you. And I think that that's what I need. Right, I'm going to settle you in here with a yeah, little, sure little challenge, a little game. Uh, like higher or lower? Okay. Um, I was thinking about getting a jingle again, but no. I, every time <laughs> I think about getting a jingle, I think, what's the point? Like, I, I'm going to get a jingle. I'll get a jingle when I know how to get a jingle. <laughs> like, I think I tried to do it before. And you have to was, download them, don't you? From, um... And you have to credit people. And I, I can't well, that's the thing you can't credit. You have to get those ones that are license-free or something. Exactly. It got, it got to the point where I thought, like, why am I wasting my time on this when I could just record the podcast yeah let's get on with it um it's a study i always have to you know be official and say it's a u.s study from the lancet that's like a medical journal psychiatry study well it's quite old this 2011 to 2015 impact of exercise on mental health so uh people having fewer bad days or days off work for example so uh if i told you that running or jogging um, regular running or jogging meant 19% less bad days. So yeah. starting on a number 19, and then you just do go higher or lower. 
Okay. So it's what impact these activities have. So if running or jogging resulted in 19% less bad days, what about household chores? Because that, that, that's classed as a uh, exercise, exercise activity. I think it depends. Higher or lower? I think it depends. Mm. If, it's, if it's like a full clean out. Full house clean. Full house clean. I'd say... Marigolds. I'd say it's probably about the same. Because you, it's a, it's a long day, and when you finish cleaning your house entirely, you feel better about it, don't you? You do, you do, you do like solving problems. It, but in this instance, it's lower. Right. Eleven point eight percent. So, what do you think the next one is? It, the next one is cycling. You think higher or lower than eleven percent? I think it's higher. It is higher. Twenty one point six percent. So that's one of the highest things that you could do regularly to reduce the number of bad days that you have. Right. Um, winter or or water sports. Oh. Higher or lower? I'd say lower. Lower, eighteen percent. I think access to those things are harder as well, aren't they? Like, yeah, not everyone's got access to a swimming pool. Exactly. Um, aerobic or gym, not bikes or treadmills. I'd say higher. Higher than eighteen, twenty point one percent. Yeah. So that's something that people can get access to yeah. pretty easily. Uh, even easy walking. Higher or lower than twenty percent? I'd say higher. I would have said higher, but it's actually lower. Walking is my number one thing to re- yeah. to improve my mood. But you'd also, th- I think, I mean, do we know how these studies were done? Um, I can't say it. no. I didn't have a lot of time to prep. So I feel like <laughs> I feel like lots and lots more people yeah. will go for walking than hiking than yeah. people going to the gym. Yeah, I think it's a, like just a, doing these things regularly as a percentage to improve. So I think like sometimes hardcore exercise can have a a better short-term effect, you know, like yeah. it's releasing all those endorphins and all that. Um, but again, I'm not medically uh, trained. But finally, so if walking 17%, team sports. Well, for me personally, yeah. I'm not much of a team sport no, type of person. Whereas I am now. Yeah. yeah. So I'd, for me, I'd yeah. say it's lower. I'd get more frustrated in yeah. team sport. But I'm saying for maybe for the majority of people, it'd be higher. Yeah, it is higher. And I think the point of that is you're with other people interacting. So that came out as like the top thing, 22.3% of people reported fewer bad days as a result of regularly doing the team sport. And uh, I can see why. Yeah. Because there's so many things that can benefit you. But I think what comes from all all of these things is small changes. Yeah. You know, you can't just... People try and think that they've got to change themselves so massively straight away. Yeah. And then the pressure from doing that, like, you're not going to succeed doing yeah. that. You're not going to try and decide to get your house in order and go yeah. for a, a marathon. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's the training for it. It's like even just, yeah. you know, I've I read a, been reading a book by, you know, um, is it Jacob Peterson? Oh, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. I didn't get that, actually. Yeah, so I've, I've been listening to his, and one of his kind of yeah. main things that he kind of goes is trying to get your house in order, and, yeah. and by that, it's just mean, you know, just make your bed in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a step forward to kind of getting yeah. your house in order and sorting your bills out and going for a walk with little your things. health. It's just little things. You know, it's yeah. like some people kind of get daunted by going to the gym. Yeah, it's a I, big thing. It's a big thing, but I think it's the build-up to doing it yeah. is the big thing. I think the hardest thing of going to a, a gym or going anywhere is, is actually getting there. Yeah, once you've been in there, like... Yeah. yeah I, I, mean, I notoriously don't like gyms, yeah. but, but what I will do is say I'll get the, the yoga mats out here yeah. and do stuff. And, but like you said, even then, the going up, getting changed, getting the yoga mat down, yeah. that's the that's the thing like, you, you, you struggle with. But uh, yeah, the reason why I brought up exercise is because... 
I think you told me quite a lot of when I we reconnected after yeah. it must have been about ten years of not seeing each other. Knew each other at college. Yeah, we went to 10. we went to I think we knew each other since we were sixteen, seventeen, yeah. around that age period. About like a touch about twenty. Yeah, about that. Um, and ten, ten, eleven years later, yeah. we meet, meet up, and you tell me about jujitsu, which I know yeah. nothing about. Brazilian jujitsu. Tell us a little bit about how this has impacted on your mental health. Um, massively. Yeah. Um, I've I've always kind of been into kind of martial arts growing yeah. up. Um, do started martial arts when I was a kid. When I was about five, doing karate. Went through those kind of motions and then started, did Thai boxing for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stopped after yeah. I went to uni. Um, then you just went to I went to the gym, but I've always like missed the martial art aspect. And I started um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, mm-hmm. um, which, which people don't know. It's a it's a grappling martial yeah. art, um, which basically involves um, taking your opponent down to the ground and submitting them via a, a submission hold or a, a, a joint yeah. lock. So like the tap. Yeah, so yeah. you you know, you tap, nap or snap. Right. And um, what that means is you if you hopefully don't you, snap. Yeah, if someone gets you in a bad position you either tap or yeah. you fall asleep, which is a nap, or yeah. if you don't tap, then something will snap. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes simplifies it, yeah. you know. But but that's 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 just the, the crux of it. But yeah. it's 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 more of a, a mind game, Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. There's a lot of strategy to it, there's yeah. a lot of athleticism to it as well. The best. Um yeah. But anyone can go and do it, regardless of what your strengths and weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're a, a heavy set guy, um, then you'll be able to kind of develop a game style that matches your, your athletic ability. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, the more, you, the more athletic you are, the more mm-hmm. access, you, you know, more, more things you can do. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was, it was more about going there, I'm learning something that's really hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, and when I say really hard, it's, to get a black belt, it's not like karate where you can learn in a couple of years. Yeah, you just move up the levels. Yeah, but in, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, on average, it takes about 10 years to get to a black belt. So it's a big commitment. It's a big commitment. Yeah. So there's there's that element to it. Yeah. Um, but also, it's, it's really different. It takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of mental struggle. Um, you get put a lot in uncomfortable positions. Yeah. And when yeah. you get put in uncomfortable positions, you can either panic. Yes. Or you can learn how to kind of relax and calm down yeah. calm yourself and think your yeah. way out of situations and I think a sport like that for me yeah. helps me massively kind of overcome any kind of low moods that I feel mm. or kind of forms of depression um, yeah. that may be coming on um, but like I said earlier sometimes the hardest thing for me is yeah. is getting there just it's, going in the car yeah. and get there because it's, it's usually for me it's a long drive I yeah. go from Altrincham all the way to Oldham yeah. um, to train at my club um, but recently I've not been able to because I've had having Injury. hip issues, yeah. um, which I'm having surgery for. Um, which, but saying that, I will hopefully be going tomorrow, which is Sunday. Yeah. So now I'm saying that on a podcast, I've got to go. You've, 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 you've made a lot for your own back there, you've yeah. got to say it. Yeah. So I've got to go tomorrow, um, yeah. and it's a big situation. So and that helps you manage... It helps manage my mood, it helps manage my moods, it helps yeah. me think clearly, like, yeah. it helps me... It's it's a distract not a yeah. distraction, but it helps me kind of focus on other things. So if I'm having a bad day yeah. where I may be stressing about money yes. or I'm thinking about work projects, mm-hmm. if someone's trying to, you know, I don't want to say I say beat me up, but if someone's trying to submit me, yeah. then I'm not thinking about my bills. You I'm not thinking about still man on your head. Yeah, effectively. <laughs> yeah. I'm you know, I'm thinking about how can I get out of this situation. I'm in that moment. Yeah. You know, I think it's a moment that a lot of people say that runners get into. Yeah. They get into that kind of 
um, uh, running the zone. Yeah, the zone, the running zone. You know, where it's just they're they're kind of in that zone. They're just running. They're not and thinking about anything. Focus on the action. Yeah. Even if it is the pain or the being like done the things about mindfulness in my sessions and yeah. like anything you do can be done mindfully. Mindfully. Yeah. So if you're like and if you embrace everything that's there, if you, you know the pain might be there, but you're in that moment, aren't you? Like yeah. say, you, I think about the pain after. Yeah, you're not, so far not removed from your real yeah. life of. Yeah. Other things. Yeah, I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about stress of work. I'm not thinking about, mm. you know, any other kind of yeah. problems, family, personal problems. I'm yeah. not thinking of it. I'm just thinking in that moment. And that distraction, even if it's 10, five minutes of distraction, yeah. helps you massively just kind of like, oh, I've had a good day. I've, you know, the I've word distraction, I was say, as soon as you said that, I thought that's exactly what I was taking from that. And yeah. I don't want to say distraction because I don't well, think it wants distraction. To, yeah, it doesn't take you away from you. It takes you away from your problems mm. in that moment. Yeah. But it, I think it helps you kind of clear your mind and come and refocus on things. After. Everyone will have problems though. And if you're always in that moment where you've got a problem, I know, yeah. I know from my own experiences, you're not allowing yourself any breathing space from that problem. So stress might be consuming you all the time. Then it's only going to get worse. So it's like emptying that stress bucket, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I think... I hope you don't mind me saying one thing I noticed about you when we were growing up, I think at 16, I think we were both had the capacity to be quite hot-headed people. Yeah. The difference between the two of us was, I think I would bottle up and explode in like a, not at people, like, and like, it. you would say like having a paddy or having a... Yeah, a wobble. A wobble, yeah. And, and that made me seem very childlike, but it's because I didn't know how to... I didn't have any like ways of releasing that. Yeah. I don't know. Energy. Whereas you, you definitely had anger in you, definitely. <laughs> but you, you would channel it in sometimes quite funny ways, like the way that you would like speak to the bosses and stuff like that. And like, but you know, we were sixteen and we yeah, were we sixteen, pieces. seventeen. And I quite admired you because I thought, if anything, you were assertive. Yeah, but I think it was also like I didn't like um, take slack, and I thought I saw managers taking advantage yeah. of us young kids. Yeah. And I didn't kind of appreciate it, like trying to make us work for free. Yeah, you were quite like a st- almost like a shop steward. Like, you were, <laughs> you, you, I think you were a year older than me, weren't you? So yeah. like, I'd, I'd look up and think like you managed it differently. But I, I'd look around and I don't see that many people that I know in my life, maybe in my personal life, that have a short a short fuse like me. Like I get it from my dad, yeah. and I now I know that a lot of it's linked to this ADD that I've got, and I need to cut myself a lot more slack. Yeah. But I, I saw something in you. You, you had emotions, you had feelings, and you, you couldn't hide them, but you you kind of... I thought, I bet he has to work on that, like me. Yeah, well, I, like, for me, I, like I've always are. kind of said to people, I've always, I always wear my... Uh, I'm not really good at hiding mm, kind I can't of hide. emotions, but I'm, I'm, I always kind of tend, tend, to, tend to wear my feelings on my sleeve, mm-hmm. or my heart on my sleeve, and if I'm in a bad mood, you can usually tell if I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. If I'm in a good mood, you can tell I'm in a good mood. But I'm not usually yeah. one to kind of be fake about it. Yeah. Um, you just can't do it. No, I just I just feel like I can't be like. Ha, ha, yeah. Yeah, I can't do small talk very well. Yeah, I don't do small talk very well. Um, What's the weather like? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. nice. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like we can tell what the weather's like. We can see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's that. That's how I've always tended to be. But I've always kind of. Yeah. I've never been one for kind of afraid of confrontation either no you I've, I've always found that like you'd be a good guy to have with you in some certain situations because i think i got pieces if i'm flustered but you, i think you get a resolve in you and i think that's why it's probably good for you to do these sports and things like you're saying and um, to manage your 
your mood and, and your anger. Yeah. And I don't think I get from. angry. I don't. I, don't I, I would say, see you're an angry person. No, I, don't, no. I wouldn't say I'm aggressive at all. No. I think I'm quite. I've never seen you. I'm quite soft, but yeah. I won't. I won't kind of allow myself to be taken advantage of. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that that comes from self control and lots of other things. That I say, I, I could say, I, I it is a compliment that a lot of people aren't wired that way, and I think that I I when I spent time with you, it helped me to kind of put my things into perspective. And mm. like I was just telling you a story just when you arrived off off the recording about how I um, had a bit of a stress outburst working yeah. with some teenagers, and then I think well, you know months and months and months of dealing with this we're only human yeah like and i was coming to the end and i've walked away from this thing and i didn't need to prove anything to myself but putting myself in uncomfortable situations i have learned a lot about myself yeah uh, but i've done this for a long time and that's why growth is the focus yeah what we're doing here and um we have been keep yeah we don't see each other that often but i do keep in touch with neil about about books that we're reading and things that yeah. we're doing and podcasts is something that yeah i listen fact, to you, a lot of podcasts yeah. and i think there's you get a lot of you know depending on who you listen to um there's a, you know you can learn from a lot of people that have different perspectives and life experience than yourself um one yeah. i think i brought on to you was a guy you know i listened initially on yeah. the joe rogan experience yeah. was a guy called david goggins David Goggins, yeah. and i think last year this year he came out with his own book saying can't hurt me yeah and it's all about his kind of story and struggle and how he came over his difficulties yeah and his difficulties were he was an overweight guy um he didn't know it at the time but he had a hole in his heart yeah that came late much, that came later. much later in life yeah. Um, he couldn't barely run half a mile <clears throat> and he turned himself into a Navy SEAL and a, an ultra marathon runner and then that's before, he, he talked about his childhood he was beating yeah. like his dad beat the shit out of him yeah like, but we don't have to worry about language no um, right. he had an abusive childhood he had, a, he had an awful childhood he had like he, 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 but he was constantly overcoming these challenges and, and possibly one of the most inspiring things I've no, I didn't read it. I got the audio book. Yeah, I got the audio book. I listened to it everywhere. Yeah, because like, there's a podcast element to the audio book as well. Yeah. So well, you get more from it than reading it. And he got exposure from going on Joe Rogan. He's like the most famous like podcast kind of guy yeah. in the world. Like, yeah, got and, me. Yeah, the amount of numbers that listen to that. But this guy is inspirational. And I think sometimes when people are offering you all these like self-help gurus and stuff like that, yeah. I, they, they I, don't I, switch off, I switch off because I think, what have you done? What have you done? Yeah. But what's what's been your story? Where's your difficulties been? And it's just a bunch of fluff. Well, that's why I can stand up there when I've done those workshops and I've yeah. been there. I can stand up there and talk about stress because I, I've dealt with it. Mm. Like, I'm, not, I'm not perfect, like, but I've been through it. I can talk about the feelings of like, come from depression and anxiety and not being able to manage your emotions I can do that yeah. and I need to believe in myself to do that in, in all these different yeah. places but this guy you know overcome things at the like the sharp end you know like yeah. really tough things and obviously some people might think he's crazy I don't think I could do that I don't I don't think I could not many do people do what David Goggins could do run on broken legs like <laughs> broken feet yeah like <laughs> you know like we'll come up we'll, we'll go through a few of his stories but yeah. it was inspiring because there's a realness that comes from that and like I, some of the self-help people, people who deliver seminars and things like that. Well, the people just... who've gone to college, gone to university, oh. they've gone a, a psychology degree. I mean, I want to do all those things. Yeah, but, but they've, they've done a therapy course and then they've oh. gone into teaching therapy and oh. they've gone to giving therapy classes, yeah. but they've never had, you know, maybe some have, I'm not saying all of them haven't, you know, but, not, you know, if, if you're kind yeah. of just going down that regimented yeah. path. Life experience yeah, is massive. You know, I'd rather listen to someone who's lived it yeah. than someone who hasn't. 
Yeah, in terms of a motivational person, yeah. yeah. Like if you were going for actual you know, therapy or, or, or counselling, you want a trained professional who can yeah. listen to you. But also serve. one, I'd rather go yeah. to someone who's a trained professional, but also yeah. has had their own kind of battles with mental health. So, so they kind of know where that point of view comes through. So we're looking for someone who is into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, who's a man who's... No, <laughs> no but I know what you mean. It's also, you, you're already like on the same page as people but yeah this guy David Goggins can't hurt me it's called yeah. isn't it and he, in, in the audio book after each chapter he speaks with the guy who's his writer yeah. about these stories and, and you get extra stories and the, some of the other extra feelings about how he thought about things yeah so let me ask you this question then Leo if you are if you are growing what are you doing staying stagnant you, you could stay that, and there's an argument that come from staying stagnant that you're actually regressing aren't you yeah it's like you, I look at people, and I, I say, say you, I say the term narrow-minded to you. Yeah. I look You're at, wilt. Yeah, you're just, like, looking backwards. And, and we, you know, you, you don't want to change someone necessarily, but if you're not changing and growing and evolving and developing, then then the way I have think of things over the last six months especially, then what are you doing? Like, I've pushed myself more mentally in the last six months than I've done in my entire life. Mm. And... Um, you know, I'm not saying every day is perfect, but no, like, but you are better now than you were two yeah. and a half years ago. Oh, absolutely, and and that's it. And I think people don't don't always realize that. But like, I woke up this morning thinking, oh, I've done a podcast for a while, or like, do will people listen to the podcast? But like, ultimately, you just keep going. Like, there's famous people who are on TV who've done like seventy podcasts now, and they didn't know what they were doing after their first, second, third podcast, or or where they weren't quite happy with their logo, they weren't happy with their. You know, but just just keep going. Like yeah. every new experience provides a new challenge. Yeah. And you, and I, even if it's a negative experience, you can still learn from it. Exactly. I think I think most people know this anyway. But it's that we all want to stay in our comfort zone. Yeah. Which we'll come. I'll come on to that again later. But like, in um, in this David Goggins thing, he he has a lot of like things that he talks about. Um, yeah, and he talks about like. Like, just going off what yeah. you just said, like, a lot of people tend to go, like, to follow the path of least resistance. Yeah. And, obviously, with that, it's easy not to go to the gym. It's easy not to go and train. Yeah. It's easy not to look after yourself. It's mm. easy to kind of sit on the couch and get a delivery and wallow in self-pity yeah. um, instead of kind of trying to do something active. It's all right yeah. to say, you know, one of the things I do is trying to kind of be accountable for me is just make my excuses up. Like, yeah. I'm tired or I don't feel like it, or I'm not feeling too well. Yeah. You know, um, but I know really deep down those are kind of my little excuses yeah. of not, not going, looking after myself. Yeah, these are barriers to growth, aren't yeah. they? Like, we, you come home from work and you think, like, I think, oh, I've got a cup of tea, I've got to sit down. And, yeah. and if I'm, if I'm like, recently I've not been very motivated, I'll turn my computer for a bit. Yeah. I, I don't have to do that, but no. I, that's been, that's probably useful for me yeah. in the short And sometimes time. it's good to just sit around and do nothing and have a day to yourself. Self-care is important. If it's prolonged yeah. and it's ongoing, yeah. you're doing yourself a detriment. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking to absolutely everybody here in that we all have things that we want to improve. You know, we all automatically jump to say it's exercise or going to the gym or improving our physical health but you know the, I want to improve in my life and business and my mental health and yeah. you know by doing identify what you need to do and you know just do it but that's very easy to say but like yeah. you said the path of least resistance if you've got if I could come home have a cup of tea sit on my laptop yeah. or I could get the gym stuff out or get that stuff out do the do a little workout go for that walk for an hour yeah. then come back that's the harder option 
Yeah. So you're taking... It's like if there's a lift to the top floor or there's eight, 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 eight flights of stairs. stairs. And when I used to live in the tower block in London, I'd take the stairs when yeah. they started to... And that's obviously a very clear way of explaining it. But yeah, people take the path of least resistance. And if it's a difficult thing, if it seems difficult, then what he's saying in this book is it's probably because it's going to challenge you mm. and if you grow. Yeah. But I mean, and he says, you know, one thing he likes to do is just make sure he gets comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, that's another really, really powerful thing that came from that. But yeah, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I think I had another quote once. It was like, easy choices. No, what was it? Hard choices. You make hard choices, you have an easier life. Yeah. Because you're already overcoming those yeah. things. And you know, his easy kind of choices, point. you have a harder life because yeah. you're not doing those things. Yeah, kind of, I think his kind of message is like, for him, mm. like he does all these ultra marathons for yeah. charity. But one thing about him himself, yeah. and ultra, people who don't know what an ultra marathon is, like double marathons, aren't they? On triple, triple. hundred mile races, yeah. all in one go, no break, yeah, no rest, yeah. Um, sometimes hundred and fifty miles, yeah, like twenty four hour race, yeah, twenty four hour race, just running twenty four hours nonstop, yeah, all like on a little snooze for half an hour, yeah. and you've got a crew with you sometimes. But he started doing them on his own, didn't he? Yeah, he started doing it on his own, but he also he did it for like a, a charity for you know veterans, veterans, yeah. in America. And he hates running. Yeah, that was something that came through. He said, I don't really like running. I think cause he was a bit of a bit more built guy, wasn't he? You know, yeah. like he was in the Navy yeah, SEALs. He liked just the... lifting heavy weights. Yeah, like, you know, gym, yeah. gym head. Like, and and to, for a guy like that to start getting into long distance running, because you look at long... He does say in the, the, in the book, actually, a lot of long distance runners are a bit smaller, a bit scrawnier. Yeah. Like, they're built for... Like, you know, they've got everything down on nutrition and, like, it's, yeah. it, you know, there's a lot of intelligent people yeah. who... It's like you're saying he was getting lapped, I think, by um, a middle-aged Japanese woman. Yeah, but she was built for built for marathon yeah. running. He's like this massive, like, Afro-American guy and the yeah. American guy. Like, he, you know, you should see the guy now. He's in his 40s now. He's on like, Instagram. Like, yeah. he is one, like... Always running. Ripped guy, isn't yeah. he? Like, but he's lean now and everything. Yeah, and like, doesn't make excuses. Well, that's... this. He always admits, like, you know, he says, like, oh, this morning I didn't want to go for a run. I didn't yeah. want to get up early, but I know I'm going to go on a podcast and talk about yeah. running I best go for a run because so he's we talked a lot about how he would feel bad about not doing something yeah. and how many times we all as human beings we we don't do something that we know we should do yeah and when we don't do it it causes us a problem that's isn't that the roots of where our anxiety comes from isn't that yeah. the roots of like but it's not like it's the anxiety i think it's the thought of doing something active or doing something yeah. to kind of work in your own self-health like you might get anxious of going to the gym, mm. but I don't know many people who regret going to the gym once they've been. Yeah, exactly, and it's like it's, I wish I never did that exercise. I wish I never worked out. No yeah, but he can't live with, with himself if he doesn't do something. Yeah. So he'd get up and you know four a.m. and like, and I think the 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 first thing in the bit in the book which makes you sit up and he um he needs to lose like five, ten five stone or something to get I, into I the. I think program. it was a hundred and twenty pounds. I don't know my American measurement. That's about. About 50 kilos. Wow, that's a lot. Or 30 kilos. Yeah, he needed to lose a hell of a lot of weight in about four weeks. I think it was a, I think it was a bit longer than that. I think it was like 12 weeks. Yeah, and he had to study for an exam as well to get into this. Yeah, so he did Navy the exam first and then he just, all day, every day, just exercised, like swimming, running, swimming, Crazy. cycling. I'm not If he had a day job, I mean, I don't know, like... But yeah, yeah, he was yeah. doing that um, bug thing, wasn't he? Yeah, it cra- yeah, crazy, just crazy, like... How we did it, and the the situations they go in the training, like you know, almost effectively like drowning them, aren't they? And mm. like to 
to be like in his boat crew or something like yeah it's it, he developed this thing called the calloused mind yeah tell me a bit about that calloused mind um so yeah like he says you know every day you got to kind of struggle you know overcome kind of fears and anxieties and you got to do something every day that you don't like and it's that struggle that helps you kind of you know yeah. callous your mind like if you're going to the gym and you're lifting weights with your bare hands eventually those cuts on your hands are going to callous over yeah. and get tougher and you want to have a tougher mindset then you need to kind of do stuff that's going to wear you down and yeah. build you up to kind of be a stronger person and it's the first kind of thing that i listen to i say i'm quite used to podcasts but um where you're working on that mind thing like you know like if you do a physical like you, you build muscle because your muscles are stretching aren't they yeah but you're breaking like, down yeah you're breaking down the muscle to make them stronger and yeah. to help them grow back stronger yeah you know and that the human body and, 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 and I think he's in the mind has the ability to yeah. do that. Like you're stretching your mind, you're putting your mind in tough situations yeah. where, and I look back to these things and think like, if only I'd have had a bit more composure yeah. at the moment when I was at my worst to recompose myself. But I probably have, like yeah. the amount of time I've been in teaching and stuff yeah. and the amount of tough situations and tough classrooms I've been in and I've recomposed myself. Uh, you're callous in your mind. Your, your mind is thinking of developing a toughness, a hardness. Yeah. Well, you talked about a situation recently mm. um, where if you were the same person you were two and a half years ago yeah. and you came across that teenager that was giving you a bad time. I probably would have crumbled or would have like just... It, yeah, the reaction I would have had would might have been worse. And I think people hold teachers... Sometimes people in, the, in caring professions, the general public or the media, hold them to really ridiculously high standards like you cannot make... Like, you know, we're human beings at the end of the yeah. day. People do snap, like... But the important thing is that you make sure you don't get to the stage where you're putting yourself or another person in danger. And, yeah. and ultimately, it's very easy to just stare and snipe. But I think people who've been through stress or outbursts or mental health are automatically a bit more uh, empathetic, automatically. And that's what I'm hoping everything that we do from this achieves is that make people kinder to each other because you think, hang on a minute, there's a reason why they've reacted like that. There's a reason why they've done that. Mm. Not just that, like, this person's a dickhead. I'm just going to go around thinking... And I, I think a lot of people are dickheads. But, like... I do, too. Yeah. But, actually, <laughs> I also think a lot of people are great. And I think, like, we all have the... You know, I can be a dickhead, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of people will find me a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't care. So, you know, studies suggest that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that the whole idea of this callous mind is, is a really good way of thinking about that you need some struggle yeah, and, and, and overcome that struggle or look back and think of the things that you have done, which we'll come on to in a minute. Um, there's a book that I've got, uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, and yeah. that was a good one. It was about, like, saying, you know, struggle is inevitable, like, there's going to be struggle in your life. If you can bear that struggle, um, and, and, and probably maybe the most successful people out there, the, people, the ones who don't, like, get upset, Maybe they're just dealing with struggle better. Yeah. You know, we all have... A, yeah, a they'll all have that. challenges and stuff, but I don't think they yeah. care much about how yeah. people perceive them. I think that's a massive thing, isn't it? And Yeah, and I think worry people tend to worry a lot about how do their friends see them? Do they yeah. have to be the popular one? Like, you were, you used to be... Yeah, really, um, like when I was younger. Yeah, but you were, like, always the funny guy. Yeah, that was a reflex. That was, like, yeah. what I wanted to be, like, what I wanted to be you like. You always brought humour to it. And like, that's when, when you did that... Um, What's it called? Your blog. Yeah. When you did your blog, I was. Yeah. That's why it's kind of took me more by surprise because yeah. like you that's were always the happy-go-lucky type person, mm. 
So I mean, I think I remember looking back now, back when we were yeah. in the kitchen. I yeah. saw you, you know, you, oh, that's Mike having a wobbly. Yeah. You know, but obviously you were quite anxious person. You didn't like yeah. getting stressed out. Um, and then no one else did that, and so I thought I was some kind of freak or some kind of like. But you're also very outgoing and bubbly. Love to drink. <laughs> we were sixteen. We weren't allowed to drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, that that's that's kind of thing that I noticed. But yeah, no, it came as a shock to me when you did that blog. Mm. So that's why I kind of wrote, reached out to you because I thought, oh wow. Yeah, we all have everyone has a bit of like darkness inside. Yeah. Them, but that was that perception of yeah. you. Like oh, nothing can be wrong with Mike. He's always happy and go lucky. I think it's harder sometimes for for my closest friends to take. I think that instead yeah. like they they I don't know I don't maybe if they I don't want them to feel guilty or anything like but that I didn't always let them into that because yeah. why would you you know like at that stage it wasn't it's a personal struggle isn't it and, yeah and it was a personal struggle but it was like all oh, these things are wrong with me I'm failing I'm a failure and like just I'm wired differently like different, you know like but that's also kind of the stigma of talking about it yeah you know like, I've done that yeah we, we all kind of grew up that I think anyone who's kind of yeah. born in the 80s grew up in the 90s you know, before yeah. those even before those generations you're always told to go oh, man up shut up oh, yeah which is but I think it's more prevalent now with like manning up is having the, up. the strength and the courage to, to talk about it. But we're doing that. Yeah. Like if 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 you're comfortable yeah. talking about it, so I think that takes a lot more strength than keeping it quiet and keeping it keeping everything a secret. Yeah, massively so and I think putting yourself out there. Yeah, and yeah. And and when it does get tough, like that's the thing, when you're pushing yourself along that journey, your confidence will dip and that's what's happened to yeah. me over the last few months but then I look at how far I've pushed myself and you mentioned this before this is something that comes from the can't hurt me David Goggins yeah. he has this thing called the cookie jar yeah the cookie jar it, it basically like it's a you know concept that if you have an achievement or something that you've achieved don't forget about those things like you know if you've done you worked really hard to get that degree or you've achieved that yeah you've won, put your little race, successes in a mental jar put them in a mental jar like as a cookie and, and but then don't don't like become arrogant about those things like you you dip in there to remind yourself of what you've done so this has happened to me in the last two three weeks like i think oh i've not done anything to talk about it, mate i'm probably going to fizzle out like you know mm. there's so many more things coming up there there's people who produce blogs from other groups that have on meet up and they're like really polished they're really good at and and i can't do that they've got four or five blog contributors it's but just why does me it need to be polished yeah and that's it but then you remind yourself that hang on a minute we've done all this this and this but aren't, aren't I more knowledgeable than I was the last time I did that? Yeah. Like, and now, 37 minutes into this podcast, and looking at the timer, I, it's all coming back to me. Yeah. It just needed this to kick myself up the arse. Yeah. And I, not that I was doing anything wrong, no. just it gave me the, the, the motivation. But he says, David Goggins says, purpose, not motivation. What's the purpose? Yeah. And there is a greater purpose behind what I'm doing. The purpose is to get the message out there to help those people. Uh, that gives me that that motivation will come from that. But also going the cookie you, jar. You want to get into early intervention. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and that's you it. Know, if you want to get into schools and stuff, and that's that's kind of your mission. And even with adults, you can do early intervention. Yeah, yeah. but it's not even, it's not going to happen overnight. No, I think that's something you need to know. Yeah, it'll take a long time. You know, like mm-hmm. what does it say? It takes ten years to become an overnight success. Yeah, there's all the background work that goes into it. Yeah. I'm going to talk at the Man vs. Fat Festival in two weeks as well uh, and do be there for mental health first aid almost and like just putting yourself in them situations like meeting people and doing this business course and yeah, the cookie jar. So what's in your cookie jar? Oh, in my cookie jar. If you're if you having a bad day and you wanted to take something out to kind of remind yourself, pep yourself up. 
Oh, loads and I'm I'm fitter than I ever used to be. Um, I'm health in a healthy, stable relationship. That's a cookie jar for me. Yeah. And you're gonna come to my wedding. I am coming to your wedding. Yeah. Um, I've got I've got lots of things that I tend to pick up on. You know, I'm 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 in a stable job at the yeah. moment. Um, touch wood. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm. Yeah, like I'm, 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 I'm content with where I am in life. That's that's amazing. Like, and that's it. You, that's it. You don't dwell on that, and now you move yeah. on into the next thing. And I mean, there's other things that I'm, I'm looking at that kind, kind of, hit me off rail. Like, yeah. you know, I want to have a deposit for a mortgage. Mm. So that's that's a journey to get to because yeah. in this climate, it's actually quite a challenge to save up for a deposit. Yeah. Um, but I'm not homeless. Yeah, you got appreciate. I've got a roof. That. I've got a roof over my head. Bills are paid. You know, so I'm not, I'm not in, in, I could have always been in a worse situation than what I am. Exactly, yeah. And, in, you know, that in a way is inspiring just that you've got, you appreciate these things yeah. and what you've got. And um, yeah, the cookie jar is really important. You mentioned it before about, um, I said, oh, I've, I've eaten a drink, I had a lot to eat and drink, went to Spain for a wedding and you were like, yeah, but do you know if I look back on your pictures? Yeah. And and I, I did, I got my phone out, didn't I? Yeah. You saw how how heavy set you were six years ago. Yeah, like I'm an absolute heavy. Yeah. and I keep that picture on my phone. Now. But back then, could, when you were that size, could you have played a game of football like you do now? Not like I could do now. Yeah. I mean, I still would have been as bad on the ball, but I wouldn't have been able to run around. <laughs> no, but yeah, you remind yourself how far you've come, and uh, yeah, like I, I think for me that decision to go play man versus fat like in London when I first started. I was scared. I was really scared over yeah. two years ago, and I haven't played for years. And you know, and it was like I'm not very really macho in the in, yeah. the in the man's football environment, but I I've stuck at it. There's yeah. times when I wanted to, you know. But that's getting, building a callus on your mind, isn't it? That's getting pummeled, getting smashed up, like like you didn't want to go to that first session. You were anxious about going to that first session. Didn't know anyone even. They're all yeah. like London London geezers. Yeah. 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 We just I just keep going now, and it's like I don't want to give it up because if you give it up, then. You've achieved a lot out of it. Yeah, well, I'm nearly at what's called maintenance weight, so I'm I'm very very close to it before I went away. It's what's called the B healthy BMI according to NHS. Yeah. So it is it's become an obsession for me that, but I think there are worse obsessions to have than that than wanting to better yourself. Yeah. Like uh, you know, as long as you you take a step back from time to time and know how to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Another thing I'm gonna slip it up a bit here, um, is he mentioned in this podcast in this book the 40 percent rule. rule yeah yeah it's it, in that like you, your body will feel pain at yeah. a certain stage but yeah that he, he keeps on saying time and time again like he did a 24 he did a pull-up record didn't he, he didn't yeah he did a world record. record for a number of pull-ups and but him he, he always goes by the he calls it the 40 percent rule and what people people don't know what that is he says when you feel that you're done yeah actually you're probably about 40 percent done and the rest is all mental like he was yeah. talking about doing that hundred mile race, mm. um, and how he was kind of going around the racetrack, and when he got yeah. to mile like thirty four, seventy four, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was just the same loop again. Yeah, over it? and over again. No, yeah. no trail running yeah. or anything like that. Just a flat, just, just a flat circular track. Yeah. Um, and when he got to like mile seventy, that's when he thought he was done, mm. and he's like, Man. <laughs> you know, I think he was shitting himself. Yeah, he literally. was. He was vomiting uh, he had his feet that were broken yeah he I taped them all up didn't he yeah but he said if he can't finish it then he can't help these families yeah so he just kind of just 
forced, you know, he said out of nowhere, yeah. he got like a second wind and was able to finish 100 miles in less than 24 hours. He was willing to suffer. He, yeah. like, what he, he keeps, from all these different experiences, he's, he said how he would learn to master his suffering. Uh, and he, he left all his excuses at the door. Yeah. And, and, and in these, these are buzz terms, but yeah. if you listen to this, like, and I keep saying, but he, this guy's one bad motherfucker. Yeah. Like, he really is. And I like not many people would I be like wow and I'm very easily like oh, you know roll my eyes at things probably not my best quality but he's, <laughs> he was like I was like yeah he just kept putting himself in situations that would challenge him and um, I think other things that are linked to that that I've made notes on is that happiness for, for me I know like it comes from solving problems yeah. so once you've the biggest problem in my life was the fact that I wasn't happy with the way that I looked and that yeah. was down to my self-esteem which came from a body image and as soon as I actually held the mirror up to myself and said like hang on a minute no more excuses now yeah. this is the thing that's going to unlock all these other things for me and yeah. like you know I've done that to yourself. I was and he has this thing called the accountability mirror yeah. where some people put post-it notes up Lindsay who's done a podcast with us before yeah. she puts post-it notes up at home to remind herself of what her goals are and uh, that keeps her accountable to certain things and this isn't just for fitness and for it's also visualisation it's a visualisation yeah. technique it's commonly used yeah. by many people but it can be like spend two hours reading a book or two hours studying it, could, it doesn't necessarily have to be anything physical there's so many things that come that are linked to this like um, th- th- there is a value in suffering and like there, you know it's very easy to say like the people who suffered worse than you but there are yeah. and then the, the book that I read was the guy who was in the concentration camp the Viktor Frankl Man's Search for Meaning and he you know survived the concentration camps he was an academic guy yeah. who was working on stuff psychologically anyway that's not an excuse he, you know, he was starved he was, he was in you know yeah. these, these labour camps and he, 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 the idea of the callous mind he almost applied that to he took like goodness out of the smallest things like you know just seeing a bit of sunlight or like so yeah. he, he, the little pleasures in life yeah I, I, there's certain things that I think everybody should read like I, I will never read that again because it's quite harrowing yeah but the fact that he got through that and then then became continued a successful career yeah. as an academic after the harrowing things, but he, he almost, I'm not saying he didn't let it get to him. Yeah. There's another, he, there was another book I, a long time ago, was, um, that I read. It was called, uh, A Boy Called It. Right. I don't know if you've ever read that book. No, but I'll write it down. Um, so it's, it's this true story about a guy who had like the worst childhood you could possibly yeah. imagine, like being burned by his mother. Yeah. Not just, and stuff being like called that. It. Yeah. It is in the corner, being mm-hmm. made to sleep in the basement. Yeah. Um, to punish him, one of the stories, yeah. his mum would lock him in the bathroom with a tub of ammonia. Wow. To kind of just make him just, what you know, whatever ammonia, strong yeah. ammonia has an effect on you. But he kind of grew up to kind of get himself into education and kind of, you know, has every excuse in the book to mm. kind of be a bum or a failure yeah. in life, yeah. but kind of made himself become a successful author and yeah. a writer. But well, success comes from... from from past failures, I think with a lot of the most inspiring people out there yeah. have failed, yeah. and uh, you know on motivational stuff you re- you hear about the celebrities who who didn't succeed and then did succeed. You know J K yeah. Rowling, perfect example yeah. of that. Like I read, I saw a good speech with Denzel Washington, and he was saying about like fall forward, make a mistake, yeah. fall forward, and like I I do kind of look at that now in my even in my own life like like you know not everyone's as prominent and spectacular as these people not everyone yeah. can be I think oh, no one's going to be like not every single person is going to be like 
a rich, successful no, person. I don't want to be like rich. And yeah, t- but, like, but I think one thing that kind of comes yeah. from it is is one thing that's kind of constant through any kind of successful person you see is that they're not afraid to fail. Yeah, some people start you know, high up in life though, yeah. like you yeah. Know, Everyone, but that's again, that's like it's an excuse. Yeah. yeah, but it's an excuse that people put on themselves. You know, like it doesn't matter where you start on the on the, on you know on 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 the starting block. It doesn't matter where you start from. You can start from yeah. In terms end. of personal yeah. happiness and personal sometimes, success, sometimes you're just gonna have to work a bit harder than others. Yeah, like that you can get to be the president. Yeah, and by by starting out quite rich and being whatever. But that doesn't mean necessarily you're fully formed and you've got all these. Yeah. What I'm saying is you could become a powerful person, but that doesn't mean you're successful in some... In other areas. In, uh, yeah, exactly. And You know, it, it all depends how you define happiness, not how yeah. someone else defines it. And embracing failure and acceptance of that is the hardest thing. Because I'm so hard on myself. Yeah. It's like so, so hard on myself. Um, that it, By doing that, it does not wonders for my self-esteem and self-worth. By... Mm asking the difficult questions and acknowledging the difficult things and um yeah doing safe things aren't motivating me so i you know i'm still supply teaching and it pays the bills but yeah. i'm not motivated like i can go and lovely to the kids i work with and like you know i get through the day and like yeah. often the kids say like oh you're one of the better supply teachers that we've worked with and i do take i think that's really nice but, but it's not really... funding you to do pursue your own kind of yeah. ambitions at the moment until that can kind of be something that's yeah, well, what sustainable? What, what happened? And another thing that knocked me for six is that I, you know, I was speaking to Sonia, who did the podcast with, who's still giving me counselling at, at times, and she was saying, "Go, there's a masters at Salford Uni. It was starting September." Yeah. But you know, I, I'd thought about it, but I hadn't really. I thought I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try yeah. and get on. I went to the open day the other weekend, and I couldn't. Um, I, I I went to do the application, and it's full. So I sent an email, I even linked in some of the YouTube videos and the yeah. podcast because I thought, like, and I'm sure that they want lots of men as well. I don't know if it's, I think yeah. it's quite a lot of females in that profession. So basically, long story short, I'm going to have to probably wait until next year. Yeah. Uh, which is fine, I'll do it next yeah. year. Um, that just gives you more time to I work on other things. Exactly. I'm going to I've had to use that failure yeah. of me not being, ultimately, even being hard on myself, I should have backed myself more yeah. three, four months ago when yeah. I was flying anyway. And I probably would have been able to get onto this course for September. Yeah, but, well, right, but that's gone now. Like, yeah. if, the, if, if they're listening to this and it gets back to them, I'm available with a drop of a hat to start in September. Because it's one day a week for, for two, three years. After two years of being full, a fully qualified counsellor, that's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get there eventually. It's going to happen. But failure in this sense, not getting on it, is I'll have to fall onto something else. So we do this, I'll do another podcast. I want to get these sessions up and running. I want to learn to set up a business. So doing the safe things, what I, came, what I said before, they're not motivating me, is putting yourself in difficult situations. And that links very much into what David Goggins said. And what we delivered in the last wellbeing session was the comfort zone. Yeah. So you've, I've got a little circle here, it's your comfort zone. And then a big circle outside where the magic happens. Yeah, you've got to break out your comfort zone. So comfort zone, then the, the problem is, the problem about stepping out of your comfort zone is you went to what's called the fear zone. Yeah. And that's where you start lacking confidence. You make excuses. Then you've got the learning zone, yeah. which I think you've been in and I've been in. Yeah, and that's one. And going back to kind of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like one of the kind of biggest, you know, everyone kind of has their own kind of expressions, but one big expression you always hear quite common in, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu is like, you don't lose, you learn. So mm. you either win or learn. I think we need to teach young people this. Yeah. The growth mindset, Carol Dweck is the academic there. Like, 
Because people just, as soon as they make a mistake, and, and I'm prepared for example, so hard on themselves, yeah. and don't want to do it again. Yeah, but like you just, if you just kind of take time to reflect and, you know, why did that mistake happen? Mm. And you'll learn not to kind of make that same mistake. Yeah, and so you can only grow and progress further. Yeah. If you apply yourself to the same type of thing. It's all linked to self-awareness in that if you do an activity where you get people to suggest what the best, your best qualities are, yeah. and you do your own best qualities, this is something we did called Joe Harvey Window, you find what's hidden in yourself and what you know about yourself. So then if you say you say there's five things about yourself that people have identified and you've identified, like I'm loving, caring, I'm inspiring, I'm uh, charismatic, I'm yeah. intelligent. It even feels bad saying those words, but like people have said those things. Yeah. So And everyone out there who's listening, people would say those similar things about you. Yeah. If you take those five things and think, right, as a loving, caring, intelligent, inspiring and charismatic person, what am I going to do? So you make your action based on the best version of yourself. Yeah. So that if you if I saw Mr. X, and he's this guy, you know, silhouette yeah. of a guy, and he had all those five things, he would be able to set up his own business and he would yeah. be able to start rolling out all the things that I want to do. But why when it's me, why can't I can't I do it? Confidence. Yeah. It conf- it, it's very easy. Yeah. You know, but I've just said to you that though I am those five things. Yeah. You are what you say you are. And it, it you know I think I even feel confident enough to say that on a podcast. Yeah. Like, that's you what... Are, I think you need to look back at where you were previously as yeah. well. Like, you weren't confident two and a half years ago. No. So, the way that to have come that far... Yeah. You're a lot more confident now than you were then. Yeah. Yeah. So, you um, can achieve more now than what you could then. And what about you moving forward then? So, this is as a way of wrapping it up. Um, what, what's, your, what's your... What's your next challenge or what's your next... Um, well, I want to try and compete in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but I've got hip surgery yeah. on, on Wednesday. Um, I want to kind of progress through that. That's that's my own kind of personal challenge and, and be able to kind of up my training um, a lot more. Yeah. I know I'm going to have about six months about of rehabilitation mm. and that's something I'm going to have to be strongly focused on because I think it'll be easy not to do the exercises that I should be doing. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to kind of push yourself and yeah. take the path of most resistance. Yeah. Yeah, don't go down the path of least resistance. Live by live by the sword, you die by the sword. You know, yeah. you live by what you're saying, and yeah. I think that's it. Where I don't. That's you know, my I'm, next big challenge is is going to be this rehab. That's that is it on my hip to to where I can utilize it better than what it is now. And you can work on other, other muscle groups in that time as well, can't you? Or, um, yeah, yeah, I'll be on crutches for a few weeks, yeah. and then I'll just start be working on that. Um, I want to do some more running. Yeah. Um, that's an area that I'm a bit weak on at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll go for a run sometime. Yeah. Come down here, we've got a nice five miler from here. Yeah. Take us a t- yeah. Um, and then we've got um, we've got a big stag do coming up, uh, <laughs> which I'm sure you've got to get in tip-top shape for me. He's getting shape for that. In October. Yeah, but that's it. I want to keep going and get married in November. You know, we'll get to like kind of my, up to like a goal weight. Yeah. And then I can tone and stuff after that because, you know, I'm not even thinking about toning and strength we'll conditioning. all go on the but, stag do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll let it all go. We won't be able to get in that suit. Yeah. Well, that's it. Beer, beer weight sticks with you. Anyone who knows about weight loss. But I'll leave that to the man be fat guys. It's, you know, a week of beer weight and then get it off yeah. again. But uh, hey, it's been a pleasure. Like, it's been good because it's been quite. I've done. Some, I thought I did some prep for this, but actually, a lot of stuff has come off. We bounced off each other quite well. Like. Yeah, it's something new for me. It's not something I'm usually comfortable. You texted me the other day, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I was. I texted you the other day saying I wasn't really comfortable putting myself out there yeah. or talking on a podcast. I'm usually quite a private person. Yeah. Um, but. You know, I've 
got comfortable being uncomfortable and got myself down here and yeah try try to be as open as I can brilliant um but yeah see how it goes lovely and that that's just inspired me and I've got a meet up tomorrow morning so obviously I might even get this out today but. Uh, yeah, meet up tomorrow morning in um, West Didsbury and Metropolitan. Probably about eight, nine people come in, hopefully some new people. I hope. Well, I want to get the meetups, keep keep them going. But it is hard when you've got limited yeah. time. And if people are like, you know, don't want to run them themselves, you know, if it's a community, like, I want people to, to be confident enough to say, Mike, can I do one here? And I'm like, yeah, yeah as long as like it's fine because you know, I'm putting talk about it, mate, yeah. which is my name, which is my kind of yeah. brand to it. Um, but yeah, also just put put the message out there. You know, looking to have a general conversation, and anyone wants to have a, a chat about their experiences. That's it. And workshops. I'm looking for a venue, probably South Manchester. That's the thing. I need to push myself on that. Send out some emails, make some links, follow up on a few e- things and emails, and just get them out again. Um, I've done six sessions I've got the materials right here mm. I can modify that I can deliver that quite quickly so it's exciting times yeah. and uh, yeah so thanks for coming and uh, thanks, thanks for, for having to, me yeah thanks for listening to it's gone quick yeah yeah it has gone really quick actually talk about it mate podcast number six in the bag number seven um, got another fine gentleman lined up so I hope to get that record soon, recorded soon and uh, everyone take care of themselves be good to yourself and remember to talk about it mate